Good evening, dandies. Welcome to Undetermined, the podcast. Jinx it, man. Don't fucking jinx it. Oh, no, I'm getting the screen freeze already from Jason. Uh, I hope that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a good one, but it was a joke. <laughs> oh, we don't do good jokes here. Well, good. So, <laughs> you're in luck. Like Cartman trying to get out of school in pandemic episode. <laughs> I think you're going to have to log out. <laughs> Shucks. Well, welcome back, man. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I, I don't yeah. speak German very well. So words. let's see. We're on our, <laughs> since we've started talking, we're on our third band iteration. iteration. Yeah. I guess it would be, te- I guess technically second band, but the, right. but with a new, but name. a new name. So right. doesn't help. You kind of called that last time. <laughs> it was kind of a, yeah. I mean, that was like, how like, long is this going to oh, last? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, when all that went down, it was like, well, who saw that coming? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think I saw you make the post. It was like, I hate to say it. I told you so. <laughs> oh, it was a, yeah. seemed like a good idea at the time. That's it was. Why. It was. Until yeah, it still was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but now, um, thought I'd do a little unboxing. Oh, uh, Dad, long live death pose. Mm, oh, I got the new album. We just got it yesterday. Yeah, I still thank that. you, thank you, thank you. But we'll I do a little unboxing here. Yeah, thanks for snagging mm-hmm. that. That's uh, mm. look at that. Look at those liner notes. That that's a shot. photo of us playing at uh, at at Metro for a oh right on party there. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm surprised there weren't a lot of dreadlocks blocking the shot. But. <laughs> That's that's a metro joke. <laughs> anyway, um, and you can see. I don't know if my camera's gonna get where. Where is it? Uh, yeah, there it is. Somewhere. Oh, fuzzy. Oh, but, we're in lighter notes. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. Thank you. Else. I mean, it's literally thank you. It's in the thanks. <laughs> so thanks. <laughs> <to you. laughs> it's an honor. We're we're like we're always like really thrilled when that happens. So. Yeah, I mean, y'all have been. Um, yeah, obviously we have. This is our third time chatting, so it's we've been around, been around the block together a few times. Yeah, yeah, and man, I love this record. Also, I went for the colored vinyl. I didn't know. Did you get the the red one? I yeah. didn't know what I was going to get, but I'll show you. Yes. Oh yeah. Cool. So That's that one, that that variant is the one that the label picked, and I was like, yeah, look, whatever. I really wanted the black and white one, and then I got that one in the mail, and I was like, holy shit, that is beautiful. yeah. That's can I cool. can I say that I picked that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I think when the defi- when the final decision is yours. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Creative freedom. But I was, uh-huh. I was happy to see those. Those went out early too. Um, yeah. Whenever, you know, whenever ordering vinyl or um, pressing it in general, there's always, it's always just such a crapshoot, especially nowadays. Like, you know, since the Taylor Swifts of the world can kind of like bombard pressing plants, yeah. um, it can like knock your pressing back, you know, eight to 15 oh, yeah, months. Yeah, we've sometimes. talked about that so many times. It's awful. Oh my gosh. 
So this one, oh, yeah, okay, I get arriving early. Like we, I got a text from um, uh, Jared, one of the dudes at the at Brutal Panda, and he was like, <laughs> "I just got a notification that your boxes of vinyl are out for delivery." right now so you might get a knock on your door but you have to sign for it so it was it was a it was a great day yeah good yeah man yeah it's awesome to get it's a it's nice it's a nice piece dude really heavy weight i like it thank you yeah, yeah we uh yeah well, i'm really proud of how that that turned out i had a different um uh album art for the front mm-hmm. for the main cover and i was never like super super sold on it even though i did it myself and then I was like, well, what about this other idea? So I, I did that one, uh, which ended up being the the final album art. And uh, mm-hmm. that, one, that one, I don't want to say it was like tossed together, but it was definitely like a, a last minute kind of shift. Um, but anything all black and white is basically my right. my, uh, my aesthetic. So that, that definitely uh, who came up with the, with the coffin logo with the casket logo? That was that was me. Um, was it? Yeah. So that well, we were talking about like when we uh so when we were still big bird the thought was like you know we could eventually we'd get a cease and desist or have something bad happen so eventually we could just go by like bb dot or like use that as a short name for the logo but then once we switched to death pose um the initials dp have another connotation (laughs) so we were like (laughs) Hmm. Dr. Pepper, right? Yeah, Dr. Pepper. Pepper. You're all peppers in the band. And yeah. <laughs> so that was what it was like. Well, we wanted to come up with something that would be, you know, that like basically anything. I, I always want to come up with something that I'd want to get a, a, a tattoo of. <laughs> so something that's like very simple. And, uh, you know, uh, so then I just started messing around with different ideas. And then um, I presented that to the rest of the band. And they're like, oh, yeah, but what about like just kind of moving things around? But it was just that was the main like the coffin with the eye crossed out was the yeah. just the original idea. And then now I have like a, a back patch. <laughs> it's like the, a gigantic embroidered back patch. So uh, it looks like I'm in like the shittiest bike gang. in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. My battle jacket is a bit like reflective. Uh, uh, misfit skull on it. So oh, nice. anytime I'm walking at night, it like shines. <laughs> well, safety first too. <laughs> right. Right. That you, uh, you're covered. You know, whichever those punks at night. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking, I was thinking about getting, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get a tattooed up. I'm, I'm going to make, I'm making an announcement now. You put me in the liner notes in your record. I'm going to tattoo your pants up. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to do uh, that. <laughs> but I want to. It'll, it'll remind me. It'll be cool. And I look down like, oh. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah. I know all uh, the tattoos I look at are like, uh, like Godzillionaires is just like that, that little uh, flying bag of cash. You know? mm, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the bag of money flying away. I think it's really cool. That's it's not sick. just, you know, yeah. Don't expect to make like. Call your band DP and get me to get that tattoo. But, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it's funny because like it'll be we, a tramp staff. We, we, talked, we talked about that with like with Dr Pepper. They have a shirt that says like I heart DP, and there's like pictures of like families at like Disney World wearing that shirt all together. It's like oh, um, that's and it, it's, it's of course I'm like my brain's so innocent. I was like, well, what's wrong with that? And then everyone there was like. What Think about it. Doing? I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. We had a buddy. It was actually uh, Matt's sister's boyfriend's friend of mine here in Columbia. And he was working at a shop and, and he worked a climbing shop. He was like a climber. And, uh, but he would go out there and, and fix all the little things in this place. And he would tell his friends for all the time. He'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go out there and be the fluffer, I guess. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't do that word. Matt, right? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't say it. <laughs> come up with a different name for that job or do it known it but Why? yeah i don't think that's what you mean <laughs> no but you know i'm fluffing up the stuff i'm making it <laughs> like, yeah. making it making it work it's like well Maybe that's that's what they do too also valid yeah. <laughs> and then they have a dr pepper right. <laughs> mm. uh, so you've been uh playing shows yeah so we um the last show we played was here in Chicago and it was maybe like a month or uh, maybe two months ago. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of stopped playing out until the release show, which is coming up in a couple weeks here um, on the 20th. And after that, yeah, we're doing Chicago for our release show, which I'm really, really stoked on because it's at the same place we had our first show. So it's at G man, which um, Alex and Jeff from the band, both work there and it's part of it's next to Metro. So it's part of that whole family. Um, and it's like a, it's a small club and it's like definitely like our, our home turf. Um, it's one of the only bars I ever leave my house to uh, patronize. And that's not <laughs> me shade at any other bar. just like, I just don't leave my house very often. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, after that we're doing, um, we're playing fast down in Gainesville. Um, with like a bananas amount of bands. Like, um, so I, I played there, I think like, I'm going to say like seven times so far, um, mm -hmm. both in the Skyway Scrape, Solo, Little Teeth, and then Death Pose. Well, last year was Big Bird. So, um, but it's, it's in Gainesville, Florida, which um, is not a place that uh, I would normally go to if it weren't for this festival. Um, and it's basically like a family reunion of all my dirtbag friends <laughs> and I'm their dirtbag friend. Um, but yeah, it's like a, a three day festival. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm really stoked to be playing that again. Um, and then after that, we're playing, uh, at a wedding, <laughs> which is, um, it's a wedding party. Um, but it's some two really good friends of ours. Um, they're getting married, uh, not at, the music venue but then they're having like the party that that weekend and we're going to be playing that i think um but yeah and then um in december we just announced um a really rad run of dates we're doing um we haven't announced all of the shows but we're doing like i think it's like eight or ten shows most of which with local h um oh, yeah, right. right on yeah you posted about that yeah, it's wild. So those are like, um, I, I had never known those guys separate from like just knowing the band, like the band, mm -hmm. knowing their music. Um, but we got to know, or I got to know Scott, their singer, um, at our first show. He was there and then we got talking and his band practices next to uh, ours. And he's been friends with um, Alex and Jeff from our band for a long time. So we did New Year's Eve. Last year we did New Year's Eve um, and New Year's Eve Eve with them in Milwaukee and Chicago respectively. So um, yeah, they've been really, really, really great to us already uh, over the year, year and a half. Um, 
and yeah, they asked us to come out because we're doing this, um, the label, um, Brutal Panda Records, they're based out of Philly and, uh, they're doing a showcase in Brooklyn at St. Vitus, which is like this mm. legendary metal venue, hardcore metal venue that I've always wanted. I've never been able to go anytime I've been in New York, the show has been sold out any show mm. that's been there. Um, and I've always wanted to play there, but it's always like, uh, oh, you know, I'm, that's like a pipe dream kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Huh. Uh, wow. And, yeah. So we're doing a showcase there. It's like, uh, Kowloon Walled City, Local H, um, Rid of Me, who's a really sick band from Philly, um, Cherubs, Primitive oh, Weapons. Yeah, I love Cherubs. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a, basically, it's like one of the, so it's that show. And then the next, night is in boston and it's local it's another brutal panda showcase it's local age us and a band called full bush um but yeah like all the shows we're playing i'm like these are shows that i would just honestly buy a ticket to go <laughs> see yeah, that's so, cool. um and yeah. cowling walled city we're playing with it uh it hasn't been announced yet i'm sure um uh, it probably will in the next day or two but we're playing with them and rid of me in uh dc and philly just before those shows so it's like and I just saw Cal. I don't know if you've heard Calhoun Walled City. Um, uh, I just saw them in Chicago and they like blew my mind. They're so good. Um, and I'd never really, I'd heard their name, but never really listened to them much. Um, but just like s- such, such a good band. And then Rid of Me, we're playing with them and both those two nights too. And that band's like, their, their album's coming out, I think, in early early 2024 and that's like a that band is just yeah all that to say i'm really excited about (laughs) yeah it's a lot yeah yeah so we tried to get yeah i tried to get uh local h on the show and i'm not a friend of this so answer his email yeah. i'm a big fan, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah i'd totally have to talk to him I love local yeah he's h. a he's a peach yeah yeah. So I hear a lot of people that I know know him. Um, he just doesn't know me. So yeah, uh, he's a, yeah. it's funny. Like I've, you know, seen him around town, like before I knew him. And then like, we were, uh, at our show, like I met him when, like we were both peeing at the same time. So that's how I got to know him was in a bathroom. That's how so, I met, uh, Mark walk. Yeah. Yeah. Years ago. Taking mm-hmm. a piss. Yeah. It's a Regency. Yep. Then he, well, hit me up for a joint. There you go. <laughs> oh, good joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was list- re-listening again today. I'm glad. I'm first of all, super glad you kept. Uh, you know, carrying over double hockey sticks as a single. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a fucking hit, man. Um, it is. Uh, yeah, every time it's it shows up on my random, you know, in my truck or whatever, and every time I come on, it comes on. It's just, it's a banger. Nice, thank uh, you. I'm just like, why? you know, this, it fits so well with just such professional sounding and such hooky sounding and cool music. But it's just nice, thank uh, you. I'm glad you're, you're good at finding out. hooks, though, man. Mm-hmm. You really are. What was that? You're good at finding hooks. You really are. It's a me it's or John. Act. <laughs> you, 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 Jason. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. John can't play worse shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, he plays better than me, but yeah, 
But I just say I play Doom and Sludge, so I can play really slow and like shit. <laughs> yeah, but that was one of those songs. Like, uh, I it was a pandemic project originally. Well, not mm. Big Bird or Death Pose, but like, yeah, that song in a in an early iteration, which I actually need to dig out the original like SoundCloud version I have. But that was just me just farting around, and then um, yeah, like the like bring it to the room. Um, with actual human beings, which is like really, really nice. <laughs> so yeah. it like definitely took a took a much more developed shape through that uh, through that collaboration for sure. Right yeah. on. Yeah. You know, it's also listen to it's like you know it's it's also a to me it's a definitive kind of Chicago sound. Um, things I'm hearing, you know, I mean, just like that kind of uh, the twangy but snappy snare. You mm-hmm. know, some of those like more transcendent solos and stuff that cross over, you know, smashing yeah. pumpkins esque kind of, you know, early gishish kind of oh, totally, yeah. stuff in there. You identify with that? I mean, since you've been all over the world and everything and back yeah. to Chicago and I mean like my my I would say like my go to genre is like early ninety early nineties alternative. Um mm-hmm. so that's great. <laughs> that's great to hear that. Um Production wise, though, like the way the 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 drum sound and how everything came together, our buddy Jeff Dean um, recorded and mixed the record, and he's done like like separately. He's just like the most lovely human being on the face of the earth, but he's also been in like every band in the world, um, and he's recorded a bunch of like really great bands in Chicago. Like he did Typesetter, which is um, Alex and Matt from Death Pose. It's their old band, but then he did stuff for like um smoking popes and uh alkaline trio and bands like that so um so he definitely like if he is basically like an embodiment of the chicago sound i would say um but then yeah like the any like grunge influence of course is like uh, kind of like my personal bread and butter and i know the same for a lot of the others in the band too like um I was, I was telling, I don't know if I was telling them or if it was somebody else, but I was, uh, writing us, it was before this band, but like, I was like writing a song at home and I was like, man, this is really, really great. Like not to toot my own horn, but this song's sick. And I like recorded on my phone and then listened to it. And I was like, that is a silver chair song that I, (laughs) (laughs) I would just listen to a lot of silver chair that week. And I was like, well, I just stole one of their songs, so I did not do anything with that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's hard I, not to let stuff like that seep in sometimes, though. I mean, if you're yeah exposing yourself to anything, you know, yeah, for a while, I mean, like, it's going to, yeah. Like creep through yeah. the subconscious and then to your fingers. And then, um, but like to my discredit, it was also like, one of their more popular riffs off of uh off of frog stomp so it's like it was probably at the top of my brain i'm brilliant but i'm like no i'm just an idiot that stole a song from daniel johns yeah i I sat downstairs one day writing a song for like 10 minutes i'm like yeah this sounds pretty good started really playing it and you know my wife's upstairs and all she hears from me is god damn it white wedding (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what are you talking about? It's like, it's fucking Billy Idol. It's White Wedding. It's already been done. You're like, no, babe, I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. 
That's what, this is off white wedding. Oh my god! <laughs> this reminds me. I worked with this kid. I've worked with a lot of kids, but there was one that I remember. He, I thought he was like maybe like an idiot savant at one point because he was like writing out this these really awesome like lyrics for shit. And I was like, wow, man, that's really good. And then I realized that it was like, he was just writing and he was like, I wrote this mm-hmm. and he did, but they were like his favorite little Wayne songs. So right. he was just <laughs> writing them and then sharing them with me. And I'm like, yeah. Oh no, oh. you're just no. Savant you just there. wrote them down. You didn't write right. them. You he wrote literally your transcribed semantics. He, it's the same. <laughs> But I wrote it. You <laughs> wrote it. Yes. yes, you did. I believe that. <sighs> it's truth. Yes. But he mm. couldn't understand like the difference. Like it really, it like didn't sink in with this kid. Until you get a lawsuit. And then you're like, right. oh, now right. I get the difference. Right. <laughs> Until you name your band Big Bird. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, you know, mm. have songs featuring Pitbull. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> The, the Big Bird conversation we had with our label was like, we we're just basically kind of waiting for it. <laughs> so right. um, it was when we were still like, we were talking to a couple different um, labels and um, Brutal Panda, like we just hit it off with them right away. And um, actually, yeah, Scott from Local H was like, you really got to check out Brutal Panda. And then said the same. So like we, like he was actually the conduit for that conversation. So huge props to him for all that. Um, but then, yeah, like no one, like none of the other labels either were really broaching the subject and we're like, are we going to get away with this? We're going to get away with this. <laughs> and then it was like, well, you know, our lawyers said not, not a good idea unless you can get clearance <laughs> from Henson Corporation and get it copyrighted, like get, you know, copyright and trademark um, cleared and, uh, we're like, well, that's not going to happen. Well, the Henson thing for sure isn't going to happen because, well, he's dead. Um, but his, his, uh, right. Complicated his, his people for sure um, would, I'm sure they wouldn't even re- respond. But then like the copywriting thing, like I talked to a couple copyright, copyright lawyers and then a, a friend of mine works for a copyright um, firm. And he was like, yeah, we can do it. We could definitely do it. It's going it, to, you know, it takes some, some doing, but yeah, I, I don't have any worries about getting it done it would just it takes some time a little bit of money and then um the main i don't even know if he was the one that said it but like one of the main rubs was that big bird the puppet is a registered um (laughs) registered sex offender no he's (laughs) he's a registered artist on like spotify and apple music so it's like there's the overlap in the entertainment business Um, I was like, all right, we'll just change it. <laughs> Fine. Anyway, I mean, we knew. we're like, all right, we almost got away with it. It weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> any any new hijinks of that nature that you're working on or that you've done? No, recently? I mean, we, uh, I, I, I had some ideas and then a, a buddy of mine had some ideas too that is not in the band. Um, of like just trying to trick algorithms. Um, mm-hmm. but then like, uh, you know, I was like, well maybe with this next album, I want to try to like slip something in that 
do something silly like that. But then, uh, our, our drummer, Matt, um, is, is now leaving the band. He decided he, uh, there's no bad blood at all, but, um, so his last shows will likely be at, uh, the really show and, and at fest. So that kind of derailed our, you know, part of our writing process, but also like any silly shit that <laughs> we wanted to do, <laughs> uh, which is a, a shame. Cause he's like, he's a hilarious dude and like brilliant. Um, so he would have a lot of contributions there. Um, but yeah, we, so we're, we've been working with a, a new drummer and, um, uh, so my, the, the dumb part of my hamster brain, well, it's all dumb, but like the, the silliest part of my hamster brain has not been able to focus on like what, what to do to trick an algorithm or to mm-hmm. get sued by a puppet. Maslow's right. <laughs> <laughs> hierarchy. Right? Yeah. yeah. You gotta get those other needs met first. Right. Yeah. Before you start playing pranks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. That's at the base. Yeah. yeah. Pranks are at the top. Yeah. <laughs> They're top tier. It should have been Maslow's top tier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right on. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. All that stuff. We did, though. Um, one thing with this album um, that we did that, like, I had to like really mess with one of the program tracks. Like it was like, it's a transition song called untitled. It's like just before <laughs> steady as ever. Um, that, that uses an existing, well, hopefully no lawyers are listening to this. Um, <laughs> that uses an existing piece of music um, that uh, Alex, our bassist, they were like, they wanted to use that as kind of like either a transition live or to like embed it in something. And it's the theme song from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, <clears throat> the, the intro of it where it's all like spooky and it has like creaking trees and ch- children <clears throat> laughing. And it's like really kind of fucked up. Um, so I took that and kind of like st- stretched it and spliced it around. And then so that's part of the backing of that track, which um, little insider that it was uh, one of the inspirations for the title of the album which is midnight society so in the show um are you afraid of the dark the kids that are around the fireplace telling stories they're the midnight society so they always start every episode submitted for your approval uh by the midnight society i present and then they like throw whatever into the fire like and make it spark and said the yeah. album title so cool yeah, so it's not as yeah. probably deep as some people might think, <laughs> might think it is. Oh, well, you guys are so dark. Like, now we're just nerds that like Nickelodeon. <laughs> right. There wasn't a Hey Dude reference I could steal or salute your shorts, so I went with that. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Although I did. Uh, so for Hey Dude, I'll just go on this little uh, tangent. Um, right. <laughs> so hey, hey Dude, or not Hey Dude, um, uh, are you, uh, salute your shorts. Um, I, uh, don't know if you know the band, uh, Rilo Kylie, but yeah, they're, yeah, their guitarist Blake Senate, I think it's Blake Senate was in, um, salute your shorts. He was a oh, child. Actor. Um, mm. so in like season, I think it was season two, uh, this one character left the show and he kind of replaced him and there was this whole drama within the show. And I, I, of course, like loved that show as a, as a kid. And I was, I saw 
Rilo Kylie play at the Fireside Bowl like a million years ago, and they're opening for um, Desaparte Studios, which is Connor Herbers from Bright Eyes is like more indie rock, punkish kind of band. Mm-hmm. And I remember like I didn't know this was like pre you know Wikipedia or anything like that, or really not like pre internet, but pre like any presence. I kept like. I was like, I know that dude from somewhere, but I don't know him. (laughs) So afterwards, after the, after his set, it was like a really small show. I was like, Hey, like, this is going to sound really weird. Do I know you from somewhere? And he was like, yeah, I was in a TV show and then (laughs) blew my mind. And then smash cut to like three years later, uh, maybe more. He's in another band called the elected and they were playing at a place in, uh, in Chicago. And I was there with some of my friends and I was, I had too many beverages and I was at the back of the room and I thought like, you know, that like he couldn't hear me, you know, I thought I was just like invisible (laughs) and my friends and I, my, my friend Jesse and I were basically like cheer. We liked the band and we were cheering. And instead of like going like, yeah, we were just like, yeah. And we kept saying his name, which was his character name, which was Pinsky. So we're like, yeah, which of course now like a sober brain or like a not yeah like now like time like it was a small venue so of course he could right. hear me. yeah um and naturally and he should have taken it as heckling it wasn't intended to be heckling it was just me being like i love this dude um but he like said stuff from the stage to us and it was it wasn't great um and then <laughs> so I don't know what started me down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I didn't realize that that Jenny Lewis wasn't the only child actor from that. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's funny. Wow, the, um, that, that makes it a little more interesting to me, actually. And if there's I, I, two, I would love it if the other two in the band. Right. I think there's other. Two. I want to find out. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if Adam Castro knows. He probably knows. He would. He would. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, yeah, John. I think you posted something about the stuff recently. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about that. Did you get and a chance to watch it? Yeah, that's one of two uh, VHS tapes I have. The other one is The Wizard, <laughs> which is with Jenny Lewis is in that movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the, for some reason, those are the only two I kept. So they're actually in uh, my wife Kelly's. Uh, well, you know her, but the rest of the mm. world might not. Um, and her parents' basement in Morrison, Illinois. Morrison. So, uh, <laughs> oh, good. It's yeah, it's preserved. There's, there's, <laughs> uh, for posterity, God. we'll always yeah. have the stuff. Yeah, we I rewatched will. it. Yeah, um, does it hold up? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, I, it came out in like what eighty two, eighty one, yeah. something like that. Um, and man, as a six year old kid, it was like wow, this is a crazy movie. Yeah, um, it was still pretty good. Yeah, it was still pretty good, but yeah. Very tropish, but yeah. only because really a lot of movies now rip off tropes from movies back then. So, you know, it's like, which came first kind of thing. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah that's what's going I, on. I was entertained. I'm not, you know, I'm easily entertained. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, there's, uh, there's this, uh, coffee shop here in Chicago called the brood. Um, Oh yeah. Brood coffee, but then also like the brood. Um, and it's like horror themed and they have beer koozie or this is a water koozie, but, um, I wish I had it like right here within arm's reach, but it's, it looks like a can of the stuff, but it says the brood 
So I was like, <laughs> nice. I need two of those right now. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to lose one. So I have right. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Little logo. They did a lot. I, I noticed that there were a lot of things they did in the background, like putting the the corporate logos everywhere and the banners. They really uh, covered, you know, setting the scene, which I think mm-hmm. was probably what made it really cool for me when I was a kid. You believe that product was real. Oh, you yeah. know, you believe that um, it was really going on. But yeah. yeah. Also, the movie The Brood. Yeah. Terrifying film. Terrifying film. It still scares the shit out of me. I hate that movie. Um, I think my dad showed me. We used to watch horror movies a lot when I was a kid. I think he showed that one to me when I was about five. Way too young to watch that. <laughs> Way too slept for a week. Um, yeah, I still won't really watch it. There's something about it, and it's really just kind of the feel of it. That kind of you know seventies. Uh, you know the wood. You know timber homes in the woods and things right. that were postponed. Just, just sort of a creepy goddamn era that was. Well, yeah, and the know. cheapness of them almost made them scarier, right. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at Texas Chainsaw. It's exactly. How gritty exactly that was. What I was thinking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it was shot in pristine, you know, well, it wasn't. <laughs> wouldn't have been video at that time. Yeah, but, like the fact that know. it's raw makes it feel like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. 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 I was just watching this, and I don't know why. It was the first thing I turned on today. This MGM Plus has this uh, docu-series on Ed Gein. And, uh, you know, in Plainfield, well, it's rough. Um, I, I mean, all the crime scene <laughs> footage is there. Yeah, I'm like, why did I watch this? I want to puke and cry. Uh, As you're drinking your morning coffee. <laughs> right. Mmm, ham sandwich sounds good, right? Uh, <laughs> it was rough, man. But it's it's interesting, you know, how many of those film tropes, because they talked about that, too. You know, Psycho, Texas Chainsaw, Massacre, Silence of the Lambs. All those things based on his case, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. It's not too far north from you. No, it's not. No. Yeah. I took that trip once with some friends in high school. I, when I went there, it was it, their house was raised, and it was just uh, there's a uh, there was a you know a foundation mm-hmm. concrete there, pretty busted yeah. up, but uh, and you could still pull in there and walk around all you wanted, you know. Couple old no trespassing signs, but uh, we never went to the cemetery. But we did go to where the house was. Uh, okay. But yeah, yeah, Wisconsin death. Yeah. That guy's a creep, man. What a creep! It's mind blowing. I don't even want to get into the details. Nah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like <laughs> why I bring this up. I don't want to talk yeah, about it's one of those subjects like it's in I the back of my like head people are fascinated with it, but at the right. same time, I'm like, there's like a level to it that seems super fucking disrespectful to yeah. even want to pay attention yeah. to serial killers, if that makes sense. Yeah, and the whole the people in that community are just forever, you know, fuck. People are always going to be coming there to go on that Wisconsin death trip. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I felt kind of bad about it later, but I think I went when I was like 16, so I didn't fucking know any better. I don't think we really even knew, you know, what he did, other than he was just a, you know, a ghoul and a killer. And mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. not like you had internet research back then. No, we just threw I, some beers in the car and drove to Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't think I even knew the name Ed Gein until like much later. So yeah, not definitely not in high school, but um and I think like when I first heard about him, I, I assumed it wasn't real, which might've yeah. been my own brain being like, no, that's not, nah, that's not something sense. that happens. And then, 
like, oh, no, that's, that's, that's <laughs> reality. That was a very yeah. real for some people, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It, it still kind of feels that way. You can't, you just can't wrap your mind right, you know? Yeah. I can imagine, yeah, if you're a victim while the whole time you're happening and going, this can't be. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, am I a high? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting oh. to wake up. Ugh. You should live in Wisconsin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like to live in Wisconsin. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer and Ed Gein meet you at the border, and they go, hey, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over. Come on over. We're going to you. Yay. On a happier note, <laughs> how's the weather going up there? <laughs> Cooling off, finally? Yeah. Um, it's cold. Actually, today it was like, it was very cold. Um, which was a welcomed change because uh, today was the Chicago Marathon. And oh, wow. Well, yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. So I, I've run it twice. Mm. It's been years. But um, the last time I ran it, um, I don't remember what the actual temperature was. But, of course, like as you're running, it feels like it's, you know, 10 to 20 degrees hotter. Um, today, since it was like 55-ish it was like mm-hmm. perfect weather for everybody. So uh, Kelly, my wife ran it. Um, a bunch of our friends ran it. Um, it was great. I, of course, uh, was like, you know, it'd be great. I'll follow you around. Not follow like the whole way, but I'll go a couple of different places and um, I'll ride my bike, my bicycle and, you know, go here and then here and then go all the way over here. And, like ended up being like, 16 miles that I rode on my <laughs> bike today. And I haven't ridden my bike like all year. So yeah. like, oh, it'd be cool. That way I won't be driving my car and, or like taking public transit and like missing seeing people. But then like, I, I feel like I shouldn't complain because like she just ran 26.2 miles, you know? Right. And I'm like, my legs hurt. <laughs> you can't, you don't understand my pain. <laughs> no, I shit. I've been complaining about my knees all weekend because I climbed a double flight of stairs on Friday. <laughs> my God. Oh, yeah, uh, those, <laughs> yeah, those are muscle groups that I uh, haven't used in a while. Um, I, I play hockey. I play ice hockey um, every week. Um, mm-hmm. I played it growing up uh, and I, I was a goalie back in the day and then I quit. Um, I don't know. It must have been like in early high school, I think when I quit and it was so time consuming for me that I was like, well, I either want to do that, like go all in on that, which I would be a much different person right now. Um, I'd probably be like, yeah, we wouldn't be talking. I'm sure <laughs> I would either do that or I would be doing music. So I was like, yeah. I wanted to be in, be in like punk bands with my friends. Cause that takes up time or do like travel hockey and do all that stuff. Um, and I went the music route because a lot of, not a lot, some of the people that I was on a team with that was like more like travel team. Like we would go do tournaments all over. We were like, Mm -hmm. we were a really good team for that age. Um, they'd like want to pick fights with people in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, guys, like this is really, (laughs) you want to spend your time? No. Um, 
uh, so then I took like, a, you know, 10 plus years off and then I played a couple times and then I took another 10 years off, 14 years off. So I've only been playing for like a year or two now. Um, and it's, uh, it's fun, but yeah, it's definitely like same thing with riding a bike. It's like, Ooh, they say yeah. like, oh, it's just like riding a bike. It's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> when you first start, you do it. <laughs> it hurts a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 That's Especially good. Yeah. Pucks shot at you. And I mm. mean, you're, I'm covered in stuff, which is great. But I was telling somebody this morning um, that like somewhere in here, I can't tell because of this thing on my arm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's a bruise in there somewhere. <laughs> like, I can feel it deep um, down. Like, yeah. It's like there's if there's a soft spot on on my there's lots of soft spots on my body, but if there's a soft spot exposed from my pads, then a, a puck will find it. Apparently, so, oh yeah, yeah. Nope. That's just I my never way could ice skate worth a shit. I, I never could roller skate worth a shit. Oh yeah, um, I could skateboard. I could snowboard if i could have like my feet independent and mm-hmm. you know i can move them around, but if trying to work them together is never uh never could work so yeah i i thought yeah. about picking up it was how old was i, I was what 42 or something picked up a skateboard again on the shop i was like yeah give me something big boy certified and they're like yeah, all right this oh here to hold your fat ass and um <laughs> so i bought it and like, this is easy until I hit a rock and fell. Oh, and you know, yeah. yeah. Oh, immediately broke my wrist. Did um, you see that? Oh, yeah. That terrifies me. And like I've oh, I've always wanted to like growing up, I always wanted to skateboard. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my friends skateboarded and like I loved just the culture and the aesthetic of it. And like I thought it was I also I just like love the artwork on the bottom of skate decks. I think that's yeah. like really rad. Yeah. But I kept trying and I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean I could do it, but I just like no, that's not true. I couldn't do it. I tried to <laughs> I just like like my body like couldn't physically I I've never done a kickflip. So, yeah. so I, I could like roll. I loved that, yeah. but then I would hit a rock and fall and uh, you know, yeah. never broke anything, but yeah, yeah, no, you do it now, you'll die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you will. <laughs> it and feels it's, like it's, it. it's funny you mentioned snowboarding. So, like, I did, I did that. I would go snowboarding back way back in the day, and then when uh when I moved to Germany, um, I I moved with my, my snowboard, so I had my gear with me. Um, but even at that point, it had been a couple years since I snowboarded at all. Um, and then a few more years went by, and. Uh, I was at this company that like one of my colleagues is Swiss. He's uh, from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Hey man, we're going to go uh, skiing this weekend. Uh, if you want to come, I was like, that actually sounds like a lot of fun. I haven't done it in a very long time, but um, where are you going? And he's like, Oh, just, you know, down over at the mountain. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, they're like the Swiss Alps, like we're going to go like to actual mountains. Like, oh, so I'm from Chicago and my, my snowboarding skills is like what they would equate to probably a bunny hill. I'm like, Oh yeah. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, I well, got <laughs> What do we have up there? What was it like Mount, Mount Carroll or something? I don't remember. I locked it, but we had a couple like little bunny hill ski places yeah. up in Northern Illinois that were, yeah. 
There was that's and there the only was, place um, I snowboarded either. So yeah, I'd never hit any slope like that. I, I mean, I could I get down the hill and I could carve. You know, yeah. I was I wasn't doing three sixties off ramps or anything. I would do um, like some jumps and stuff, but it would it would mm-hmm. be like yeah, Mount Carroll and like um I think that's right, and then uh, Alpine Valley. Alpine Valley, yeah, and then there was a place called Raging Buffalo, which was like only snowboard, and it was like two little hills. But they had mm-hmm. a half pipe, which I never dared go on. But they had yeah, some. I, know. <laughs> I was like, I, I t- took my uh, my first gut instinct of like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't go to the <laughs> with these actual Swiss people. Like everyone there were like, <laughs> they were basically born with skis on their feet because it's just like part of the culture. And like, yeah. and I was, yeah, I, I explained to them my background. They're like, well, yeah. I mean, you'd be fine, but like, maybe don't go. <laughs> like, oh, See you at the okay. lodge. Go get some beers. Beers good. And that's what I was like. Well, I can go to the lodge and just like, <laughs> you know, drink beer and schnapps all day. And they're like, "Yeah, we would do that at night." And I was like, "Why well, would you just like ship <laughs> yeah. like rip shit on uh, right. whatever?" And then you'd show up and have to drag me somewhere. Uh, so I didn't. I, didn't do that. I never got past if I could, you know, jump a sled off a snow ramp. I thought I was pretty badass, yeah. and that oh, was yeah. about as far as I got with anything. But still, you know, it's yeah, it takes as much bravery. It just doesn't take as much balance. Uh, <laughs> if the hill's big enough, you know, I don't have that. the jump's big enough. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I might hit a little pipe jump or something, but I mean, nothing like I would never, you know, hit like a quarter pipe or something. Yeah, do spins. I was, I was a street skater too, not a, not a pipe guy. No, no and like a friend of mine, um, I was in bands with him growing up too. My friend Sean, he, uh, he skateboarded a bunch as well. Like he, I mean, he was way better than me. I, or better than I, um, I, because I couldn't do anything. Um, but now he does a lot of like inline stuff. He lives in LA and he does like uh-huh. videos and it's, it's cool seeing him like someone that actually knows what they're doing. Cause I also tried that and I was like, I just like skating around, but I'm not going <laughs> to, yeah, I think I'm just like too much of a klutz in general. <laughs> so like, yeah. I like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't trust myself. I don't want to break my, my wrists. How long did that take you to recover? A while. Cause there was yeah. nothing they could really do about it. It was just a little hair line thing. Oh, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just hurt. And I mean, yeah, it was funny though. Cause it happened, you know, about eight o'clock in or whatever I got home I'm toughing it out, you know, all the time, not saying shit about it. My wife's like, you okay? You okay? It was just great. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm cool. Like, don't talk about it. <laughs> if you don't talk about it, it didn't happen. <laughs> right. So, like, she goes to bed. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. I didn't sleep a wink just on that throbbing ache, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I'm up there downstairs, fully dressed, you know. I'm never up that early when she is. She's like, you ready to go to the hospital? I said, yeah. So she was telling her, it's a John rode a skateboard at 45 years old or broke his wrist. I was like, I did not break it. I fractured it. <laughs> there is a big difference. Thank you very much. She <laughs> uh, still wouldn't let, the, let me live that down. Well, but yeah. I, it didn't stop me though. I still, you know, I'd still cruise around the park. We've got like Stevens Lake Park here. It's got some nice little hills and just rolls and just, you know, dad skating and all the yeah. kids skate. And that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Maybe try a longboard. You should look into those. They're, they're a lot easier to ride. And if you're just coasting, you know? Yeah. I mean, a, a buddy of mine um, in Belgium, 
he's like huge in the log longboarding community. Like mm-hmm. he does like long rides and it fascinates me, but I also like where I live. I don't know how far I could go without having to like either get hit by a car or, or like <laughs> run right. over a rat <laughs> and using that big stick in the oar. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a, Pardon yeah. me folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, not, it's just not as cool as like yeah, something that can do a kickflip or, you know, grind a rail. Yeah. And I, uh, it is, yeah. it is a pretty much a dad board, but uh, guitar age, you don't care. I don't. <laughs> I can't write either now, but yeah. All right. So let's see. Anything else coming up for Death Pose? Anything else coming up uh, that you can think of? You want to plug? Yeah. I mean, we have, so we have um, the albums coming out on the 20th um, from <laughs> Brutal Panda. Um, it'll be available in <clears throat> in Europe. So we, we're not doing a European pressing uh, or with, with a European label. Uh, our friends Gunner Records, they they were going to do it, but it, it didn't work out um, with the deal. But uh, we'll be, it'll be available globally through Deathwish Records, which is like my favorite heavy band of all time. One of my all time favorites is Converge, and it's um, so like when I found out that it's going to be partially through Deathwish, I was like, okay, I'm actually wearing a Converge shirt right now, which is <laughs> nice. Um, fanboy um but uh so that's that's we're really excited about that so that'll be available globally on the 20th um with like all physical uh physical products and then yeah we're doing fest uh in end of october with some really awesome bands so we're playing with like we're playing on a showcase with um strike anywhere death of a nation um Horsewhip, some like great bands from a, another another label called Iodine that we're we're buddies with from the East Coast, okay. and then doing yeah that uh, East Coast run. So we're doing uh, DC, Philly, New York, Boston, um, Cleveland, Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. Indy, St. Louis, and then Champaign. Um, so pretty good chunk. Yeah. And then next year we'll probably go into Europe um, for uh, like in May, May and June. But in the more immediate future, yeah, we have the album out and then we're doing like an online listening party, um, which I've never done, but it's through um, like Bandcamp has that capability now uh-huh. where you oh, can cool. go online and um, through a set period of time. So it's basically the album will just be streaming, I think on a loop, um, but like myself and some of the others from the band will be on there like just chatting if anyone is around. Um you already have the record, so you don't need to <laughs> right. go. I am um, well. I am going to break my neck to get there uh, in December to St. Louis. Uh, that'd yeah, be absolutely. that'd be great. I mean, I know it's, it's only a couple hours away, um, and but also it's, it's uh, close enough. Like we'll probably be coming through, maybe Columbus yeah. at some point too. So yeah, I mean, if you go well, if you go to Kansas City, if you go across state at all, or if you're going that, you have to go through Columbia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. Kelly and I buy you and Kelly dinner or something. Yeah. Well, if anything, but, but there, I'd love but... to catch a show too. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Or I'll buy, yeah, you dinner. And the rest of the band can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'll buy you dinner and the rest of the band can <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> 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 In the politest way. Um, 
That's not um, polite to say that. I take it back. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> I do too. Just kidding. Yeah, uh, but we're we're stoked on that. So we're um, we're working with a new drummer right now. So we're um, kind of f- feeling that out and seeing how that's going to shake loose. And then, uh, yeah, we already have like. So Alex and I are the, the main, at this point, at least the main songwriters for the band musically. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have like basically two thirds of, of an album sort of material. So as soon as we're up to speed, we're looking to start doing pre-production and start recording again. Cause wow, right on. I'm sure you probably gathered. I can't sit still <laughs> like always I doing know. something. You, yeah. Um, you've got... Yeah. So it's good for my entertainment. <laughs> right that's good for me i'm sorry about your mental health but you know <laughs> oh it's, it's probably fine <laughs> probably yeah so when do you get skydiving it's a good hour. what was that Matt? when do you go skydiving oh never oh my god that is one thing that <laughs> i as, as restless as i might be i will like i can't imagine ever do it. i'm so afraid of heights mm. I, it's like I'm afraid of heights and unfathomable depths. I found out. Me too. Mm. It's uh, uh, you're agoraphobic, um, and I have sort of the same thing. Like if I drive out to Western Kansas, you know, and I'm seeing like that immense prairie that just goes forever, or I'm okay if I'm on a beach looking at an ocean, but if I'm on the ocean looking way out, it really freaks me out. Just that spance, you know. My, I, mine is more like uh vertical. vertical so it's less mm. horizontal but like um i never thought about that being on an ocean looking yeah. out. now it's something new to be scared about yeah. um, but you know <laughs> when i'm on like in the water and there's just like depths below me and yeah, even yeah. if i have like a flotation device at all just that mm. yeah mm. i hear you can't yeah. do it oh, okay so you can be on top of the water but just knowing there's that much water below you yeah, and yes, I didn't really, okay, and I didn't know that was a th- thing um, until um, Kelly and I were on our honeymoon. So this is eleven years ago, and we went in. We were in Mexico, and we went to like a cenotes, which is like the underground caves, and you oh, can yeah, yeah. either do like you can be there in the open cavernous part where it's really really shallow and just kind of like farther on mm-hmm. there. We had a guide. Um, that was this, honestly, like this kid, maybe like 13 years old, maybe 16 at most, take Mm -hmm. us with flashlights, like into this labyrinth of the cenote. And, um, at one point he was like, okay, turn your, uh, your headlamps off. Cause we had headlamps. We were, you know, we had life vests on Mm -hmm. floating around and he shined his below us to show just how deep this portion went. Mm. and i like was like internally like screaming um, mm. about a panic attack and like a little i'm sure what there's the smallest little fish in the world swam in front of it <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was like, this massive whale or shark or whatever <laughs> right. which of course it wasn't and it just, so i was having that that was my realization <laughs> of depths um but then kelly at the same time was having challenges being claustrophobic from mm-hmm. being like in this in the space space claustrophobic yeah. lost in a maze so uh yeah like I, I can't i can't even think about being in a submarine 
That's fucking terrifying oh. to me. Like, like a, I don't know how anybody does that for a living. No, <laughs> I mean, like the, or like bringing a maybe bringing not, yeah. GameCube controller oh, down yeah. there. To, oh my god, <laughs> that turned oh, out. Oh really? Well. You died? <laughs> yeah. You, you, I, like, it's without, I was so like, hard to like, yeah. There's a part of me that's like, it's tragic, but uh, that's uh, one. That, like, um, I have like oodles and caboodles, caboodles of sympathy and empathy, but like when I like watched everything leading up to that and mm. then the carelessness they had and then just in general like that hubris or yeah. however you want to are just like what what did you expect like this, right. is, this was a decision this wasn't like somebody stuck in a mine you mm. know because uh and to me, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a class thing either. And so many people were like, "Oh, the Richies got." It's like you know, it's not even about that. It's just being dumb. It's just like a really dumb yeah. decision. I, I, you know, I wouldn't feel equally bad for a guy who's like, "Hey, y'all, watch this," and you know, exactly tries to jump in front of a train and <laughs> doesn't make it. You know, it's like derp. You know, that's going to happen. It's funny you say uh, that because it's like the Darwin Awards, basically, and like yeah, people. Always, it is not always, but uh, people make fun of like. Like, oh, this idiot, they did this. Like, mm-hmm. well, of course they would die. But then in right. that situation, it's like, well, I have a little sympathy. I was like, well, <laughs> no, I don't, not. I don't know, man. <laughs> we give rich people well, too much credit too much yeah. of the time to just, yeah, they're dumb too. Yeah, yeah the and billionaire they, they part just... definitely put a little extra pepper on there for me. Right, I was like, yeah, all right. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you can <laughs> take it. <laughs> <laughs> But, Not that uh, I want anyone to die, but I was just but, like, no, oh, but, but you know, we could use less. I'm and a billionaire. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck's not doing that. He's nope. going to dive into his pool. And that's the thing. They, they just did really stupid shit just in an expensive and high tech way. Um, but yeah. Yep. Play stupid yeah, games. Right. Stay say. All right, man. We don't want to keep you on all night. Well, on that, on that note of uh, <laughs> submarine <laughs> wonderful submarine deaths and Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Death yeah, thanks for chatting, and we'll. Uh, I would love to. Hear. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, hopefully I'll see y'all in uh, in December. In December, and then uh, yeah, right on. We'll, we'll yeah, chat. absolutely. Everybody, pick up the album. Pick up the album. Midnight Society. Fucking great. That's fucking Thank right. Thank you. I love it. You yes. what? Jason, thanks for joining us. Tell Kelly Thank I said hey. And uh, have a great night, man. And uh, yeah, I'm going to see you in the summer one way or the other. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, I'm going to flying, you know. Come farther west, man. Not that much farther. Yeah. Nope. Uh, get us over there, All right. All right. It's a date. <laughs>